We creeping it real, y'all, this Halloween. I'm your ghost, sorry, host, Ava. I'm Jack. Joshua. Demetrio. And Mr. Dawson, what's up? I'm Sophia. And I'm Joey. All right, so it's a spook cast, y'all. So first, I decided that I'm going to read a scary short story, and it's going to be a ritual. It's called the Dry Bones Ritual. Like the Mario Kart? Where'd you get this story? <laughs> I found it on Reddit, and it was super scary. I read it um, in the middle of the night. When you I was read it. And I was... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, all right, so let's start. Okay. The dry bones ritual involves summoning a demon that will play a sort of game of tag with you, similar, similar to hide and go seek. Um, if you win the game, your wish will be granted, but if you lose, the demon will do whatever it wants with you, which I assure you will not be pleasant. Alright, so you will need a bathroom with a mirror, handheld is also fine, some matches, ensure that you are alone in the house, no pets or any other animals nearby. This must be played at exactly 12.01 a.m. All doors in your home must be closed and secure. This includes any cabinets or cupboards. Wait, wait, hold on. How do demons know the time at all times? They're <laughs> <laughs> This includes any cabinets or cupboards, anything that can open. Turn off all lights and electronic devices. Turn off anything that emits sound. Um, okay, so let's start it off. Okay, when all is completely silent, you're ready to begin. If you hear anything that sounds out of the ordinary, then you should leave the house immediately and don't return until the next morning. It means he is already there watching you. Sometimes, even reading about this game can draw him near. <laughs> if you are able to continue, then you should focus your mind on something you want, something realistically achievable, no floating houses. If you win the game, then your wish will be granted. Light a match and wait until it burns out. It is very important that you do not blow it out. If the match lasts at least 15 seconds, then he is pleased with you and you may continue. Note that I haven't found anything specifying whether you can light another match if the person does not last the 15 seconds. That is your choice. Um, lie on the ground and say, I'm aware of your presence. Sorry. I'm aware of your presence, and I welcome you into my home, but not into my body. Come now. You should now get up and go into the largest room of your house. The next part may take five minutes or five hours. There is no set time, so you, will, so you will need to be patient. When and if he is ready, then you will hear a low sound nearby, most commonly an unearthly moaning sound. <laughs> If you should hear anything different, especially a voice of any kind or feel a sensation of pressure on your body, then you should immediately leave the house. He will try and find you. You must hide quickly and remain quiet. You remain hidden until 3 a.m. You must remain hidden. Only at this time it is safe to come out. If he catches you, he will do with you as he wishes, and I expect it won't be pleasant. If anyone comes home while you are playing, then they will be in grave danger of possession or worse. Lock your door from the inside before playing this. It can be a virus, so make sure keys are handy, especially when using matches. If you successfully lasted until 3 a.m., then you must go back to the largest room of your house and say, thank you for playing, but please leave now. You are no longer welcome. There should be a noise and acknowledgement and the game will be over. If you do not hear a noise of some kind, then you should repeat that he is no longer welcome and the game is over. This can sometimes require a few repetitions. If you have one, then your prize will be awarded soon after. Some people report that it was awaiting them when they woke the next morning. A final warning, your wish should not bring harm to anyone. No wishing that your teacher falls into a big hole or anything along those lines. 
There's a great price for making the sword deal with him, and he may decide the game was not enough to honor it. Only play this game once. Just because you have asked him to leave, it doesn't mean he won't visit again. He cannot harm you unless you play this game again. And that's it. That is strange. That's so <laughs> I did not know where you're going when this started. <laughs> Yeah, right? Like, I need to quit my job to do this. If demons can, if this demon can do, like, so much to grant you a wish, then why can't he just figure out where you're hiding in your house? Ugh, come on. Like, but those are two drastically different things. Hey, what made that story creepy for you when you first saw it? Okay, it definitely, like, when I first um, saw it, it was definitely like just like the rules in general where it was like matches and like oh even like reading about him will draw him near and then like when you say like i welcome you into my house but not my body that's especially creepy that's the and then having to hide immediately after like lighting the match and hearing that sound behind you and having to hide and then he'll literally come and find you and if he finds you then he can do whatever he wants with you is so terrifying i'm sorry that's just really creepy yeah, yeah. And, like if like you feel any pressure on you then immediately leave the house or he can immediately never come back to the house it's so scary it's so scary. Why can't you just pray to God? Exercise him. Because, like, then, I guess, like, you'll mess with the game. Like, the game is to get a prize. You wish Fun for game. a prize. It can't be anything super unrealistic, but, like, you could wish for, like, $100. And then he'll grant it to you if you win the game and you don't get caught by him. Because I think with supernatural things, it seems more that if a game is broken or tampered with, that there are consequences. And they're usually not not given by the opponent but by ulterior force mm. Mm -hmm. so like maybe it will take over your body it or it's, it's funny how you have to be so polite to the <laughs> demon. You're like, oh, uh, please leave my house. Okay, I'll leave your house. Like when you're done with the game. It's like, please don't enter my body. Okay. Uh, you said no. It's like swipe or no swipe. Oh, you said it three times. Just can't do it. Exactly. All right. But you got me. Oh man. Yeah. I think this stuff is even scarier if you actually believe in all these ghosts. And stuff. Yeah, I yeah. Do you actually believe it? So scary, yeah. Really? It's yeah, like Bloody it's so Mary mixed with Jigsaw. Do you believe? In Wait, stuff? is it like twelve oh one, October thirty first, November first? No, it could literally be any date. Oh, any day. Possible if you if you're just there at twelve one a.m. and you follow all the rules. Like maybe like what if like you wake up exactly at twelve oh one a.m. and you follow the rules like subconsciously but you didn't know anything about the game and then you hear like you just randomly like, talking about like, demons that creepy like growl behind you like okay That's and so you weird. don't leave the house and you die. I <laughs> mean, do you believe in ghosts? Mm, like maybe spirits or something. Yeah, I mean, but the thing is that spirits are considered ghosts. Yeah, yeah. It's just that we put this thing that says that ghosts can come, can interact with new things physically, but we cannot touch them. While spirits, they could just be there. And yeah, that's, that's the way that people view those two ways differently, but they're supposed to be the same. So I got you. Kind of strange. So this article called "Are Ghosts Real?" Um, by a person named Erica W. Smith from Refinery Twenty Nine. They say, if you believe in ghosts, you're not alone, Ava. <laughs> uh, a 2013 poll found that 43% of Americans actually believe in ghosts. Additionally, 29% of Americans, Americans say they felt as if they'd been in touch with someone who has died, and 18% say they've been in the presence of a ghost. 
Have you ever felt like you've been in the presence of a ghost? Did they interview every American? Yeah, yeah. So these surveys, it's obviously not every single American. Yeah. They didn't talk to you, right? No. Yeah, they didn't talk to you. Oh my god, I actually felt like I was in the presence of a ghost on something. I don't want to act like that. Oh, but like, can you I'm describe just... what happened? What happened? What? What? Uh, uh, what? Uh, what? Uh, what? Uh, what? 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 And then I was in my room and the door wasn't closed and it was dark. Like it was completely like pitch black outside of my room. And then I heard like this like really loud steps and, and like it completely ended like three seconds later. And I was like, oh my God, is that something outside? I thought it was something outside. But then I felt this weird pressure on me and I was like, okay, this is weird. The air is like weirdly like, like pressuring. It's just, it was a weird pressure. feeling. And then, and then I heard this noise beside me. And this folder fell to the ground, and I was like, hell no. And I ran. Wow. I was just checking your vibe. Yeah. <laughs> so I think part of that is like defining what a ghost is, right? So part of this article again says, despite decades of testing, there is no scientific proof of the, of the existence of ghosts. Part of that is because no one can agree on what exactly is a ghost. Are they a material? Are they invisible? Are they human souls, some type of energy? What do you guys think so far? What do you think a ghost is, if you could define it, Ava? Um... Probably um, a human soul. I don't know what happens human. after like, the afterlife. I feel like it's a human soul that's stuck on Earth because they have something that like they should have completed, but like they just want to live so bad or something. Wait, and like there's also evil souls. Wait, something they should have completed? What do you mean? Like their job isn't done on like, Earth? Like they have like this wish that they, like, that they didn't complete before they died. And so they keep on remaining on Earth because... They long to complete that wish. I don't. I don't know. I just like have this feeling that like that's what's happened. But there's also like evil souls that are so pissed that they die that they're gonna haunt the people that are still living in jealousy. I don't know. Jack, oh sorry. Have you ever watched the show Dead View? Oh, so that's that's actually a funny version of what you said. Where oh really? Where he's a medium, but like he's in Dead View, and so he um, like he goes around as a medium dog, but supposed to be comedical but the way he does it is like he can purely only talk to ghosts he doesn't like exercise or anything but he purely just helps them with their unfinished business and then when their business is done they move on hmm yeah yeah that's that's what i meant oh, that's yeah. cool it just seems like logical so wait like you're saying like people who had something they didn't finish can a dog be a ghost can a yeah. hamster be a ghost yeah what does that mean what does though yeah, what's their okay, goal? Like, miss the bone? Why is your no, no, no. <laughs> okay, Got to finish the bone for them. If a dog, okay, so say if a dog's on the street, I mean, sorry, the sidewalk, and he's walking <laughs> with his owner, and then the owner, like, the dog runs over to, like, the middle of the street because, like, the dog's just, like, stupid, and then the owner's, like, dog, like, comes back, <laughs> and, like, the owner jumps over to the dog, the owner dies, and the dog's looking at it. It's dead owner, and it's like, oh my god, I need to save my owner. Oh, his stuck. job is to protect, or yeah, watch and, over. Yeah, Wait, the, dog the dog also dies dead. too. Like, but like in the afterlife, he like looks over yeah. his owner and thinks that he's still alive and has to protect his dead owner. So that's what Demetrius was saying, right? Where um, it's like a spirit, right? The spirit is still there because there's like a yeah. task or something. No, I didn't. Yeah, interesting. Well, you say, I mean, what, yeah, is I what is a ghost if you could define it? I don't know. It's still all a mystery. It, yeah. It's like a bunch of different yeah. stuff, I guess. 
Like, it's just like the energy. Ooh, energy. Okay. Yeah. It's the vibe of like a person. The vibe. You guys watch Ghost Hunters? Nope. Oh, no, you guys know what it is? I do know what it is. Yeah. I've seen like one episode. Yeah. I don't think so. So, this article says the method that ghost hunters use on TV, such as capturing ambient noise or, elect- or electric voice phenomena, um, it's been described as pseudoscience. So, not real science. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wow. What do you think, Joey? Are ghosts real? Um, I mean, there's nothing that proves that they're not real, so oh. I don't really have an opinion. The absence of evidence, not the evidence of absence. Yeah, <laughs> psychology. All right. Whoa. Next topic is we're gonna go around and state our costumes, and Joey's the leader of that topic. So, Joey. Okay, so like we're just gonna go around and say like, oh, my costume is Mickey Mouse or something like that, like, and how you wait. Can- and like how you came up with the costume idea and if it's like for a reason or something so ava would you like to begin no (laughs) no no i will you have Um, any embarrassing costumes okay so um my costume is um six nine the rapper in jail And Mia, my, my, friend, my friend Mia, she's the police officer. And then my other two friends are just FBI people. So, like, we're all just like, well, it's like, they're a different group, but, like, they could also mesh with ours. So. Are you wearing that to school? Do people dress up yeah. here often? Yeah, yeah they do. Yeah. Oh, wait, there was a, there was a costume last year. Yeah, I remember Andy's Toys and Woody. Remember that one? They won the competition. Oh yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah I remember yeah, that. Yeah. I remember that. I want to win that competition with my costume. <laughs> like, I'm gonna be like that snitch. I think that might win. That might look pretty good. Like that. To like snitch, but it's pretty funny. <laughs> okay. What about you, Jack? I'm doing the uh, Scoops Ahoy uniform from Stranger Things with like some friends. Scoops. Uh, that's that's the that's a good one. That's the same as Ashley. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, I'm gonna be dressing up as myself. The best costume of mm-hmm. all time. Scary costume or <laughs> scary Josh or normal Josh? Um, <laughs> if you like that weird voice that I did, then yeah, I'll do that for the entire day. Yes. Oh, yes. I can't Please do it. Oh, uh, the one last week with the uh, sicko mode, that one? No, not, not that oh, yeah. another, You have another one? <laughs> he has another one? <laughs> yeah, I have. I have multiple voices. Oh, man. Wait, wait, can, can, can you use a sicko mode? <laughs> Would you like to listen to sicko mode or Mo Baba? <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> um, I mean, I have to dress pretty conservatively because uh, I'll be work okay. on Halloween. Oh, right. I'll, be, I'll be at work till nine that day. Oh no. The day before college ads too. So. Wow. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, yeah. senior, you're busy. But so I'll be uh, I'll be dressing as a character from an anime, which is. Yeah, uh, probably nobody knows him, but he's Zoro from One Piece. Uh, One Piece, oh, I've heard of it. Oh, yeah, it's probably because I have green hair, too. Oh, you've been planning this for, like, the last two weeks, then. Wait, <laughs> wait, wait. I, is that I, the guy with the... Yeah, the... Oh, wait, is that the guy with the... Yeah, the... Oh, it's a three-sword. It's a three-sword. It's a three-sword. Okay. I do not do plan on dressing up for Halloween. Wow. Why not as a teacher? Yeah, why not? Yeah, I don't know. I just don't plan on it. 
You should, you should what would I be? You could be like, be wear your old yeah. track uniform or something. And you do like, not want to see me. <laughs> I got old track uniform. Oh do. Well, you do. You should, you should like wear a wig. Clothes like inside out as like a joke. Like, you have to like get like that Halloween Inside spirit. out clothes? You should like show up with like one of those like mustaches. Wear sandals. My evil twin. My... Um, I think I'm gonna be like a mushroom pizza with like sriracha. I don't even know. Not a pineapple pizza? No. That's scary, though. <laughs> pineapple pizza is scary. I think olive pizza is scary. Okay, okay. Anti-cheese. Yeah. All right. Now, Demetrius is going to talk about Dia de los Muertos. All right, so Dia de los Muertos is something that originated within the Aztec culture, so it's more of southern Mexico. And so it is not, for one, it is not a, uh, it is not a Mexican uh, uh, Halloween day. It is not for dressing up, although it is split up into two days. The first day, November 1st, is for the children. They have a lot of celebration. But that all stems from the fact that uh, Aztecs did not want to mourn over their death. So instead, they would see death as a passageway to the next part of life. Even though, even though death is technically the last part of life, it is still a passage to another part of of life. And so, the way the way that's interpreted now is very colorful and very and very beautiful, in my opinion. Especially because I love the, I actually love the skull look. Like throughout my whole life, I've loved like skull art. It's kind of been it's a strange thing for me because like people would think I just like death, but I guess I just like the idea of like just being able to move on to the next part. And that's basically what Dios Muertos is. It's to pay respect to the dead, but not to fully mourn over them. Mm-hmm. So just like how every culture has their way of mourning, Dios Muertos is kind of like a full day of celebration for the dead instead of being sad for them. Interesting. So that's just like a personal holiday to people, right? Like respecting their ancestors and all that. Yeah. I knew about it, but I didn't really know that much about it until I saw the movie Coco. How do you feel about like pop culture and stuff, like taking stuff like that? Do you well, think they showed in a good light or bad light? I love the movie Coco. I, like it was such a beautiful movie, and it was so nice to portray. And and this might seem like this movie like in Spanish culture, but I actually loved it more in Spanish. Mm, yeah, I heard it was playing in Spanish in theater. And yeah. So I loved the fact that they actually brought like real Spanish actors in order to do the voices for Spanish and English instead of having like those those nasty like Disney voiceovers mm. where it's like the same voice it's the same person doing multiple characters. Yeah. And so and that one mostly focused on the second day of Dios Muertos. Which is the part where they pay respect by bringing offerings to the people of the dead of their favorite things in their life to celebrate them. And so it's clearly 
you'll probably not see like you take something from an ofrenda that you'll uh, that you'll become a ghost and you have to go that's not part of the, like um uh the the folklore of the story do they actually just make all that up? i really don't know because that was the first time i ever saw it because i i haven't done like any deep stories mm-hmm. of other marshals but like i learned a lot about aztec culture in my heritage class in, in ninth grade and then from that i learned a lot about u.s marshals okay cool cool yeah i can easily see like these big movie studios taking something so culturally relevant and just like ruining it but yeah. i'm glad coco was like a pretty good example you think yeah, I think it's a good example, yeah. but it's, it's hard to say that it's culturally relevant because mm. it's a very, like, it's still a very closed-off thing. Interesting. Like, although, although it's, like, something known in the U.S., it's fairly limited to certain places in Mexico and sometimes a couple places in Central America. Mm, gotcha, gotcha. And so, it's kind of strange, like, seeing everybody here saying U.S. Marshals and using the art, but then... Like their their heritage is not from there. So, Interesting. So it's kinda hard to be to be support that in you. Okay. Good perspective. Like I knew a bit of Dio de los Muertos, like in fifth grade I learned how to actually say it. <laughs> With the accent and everything. Yeah. yeah, but I've never really celebrated it. I knew it existed, but well I it didn't take me till Coco to realize it. Well, actually, it was another movie, like The Book of Life. Hmm. Oh, I, I, wait. I, I like that movie as well. I never saw that. It was, it was the one where he gets bitten by a snake, and so he then loses the afterlife. Hmm. It's a very Aztec, it's a very Aztec uh, kind of art thing. Okay, okay. And so he's trying to come back to life but find his, lo- his true love. Yeah. Nice. Who I believe was slain by his best friend. Yeah. So, um, we're gonna go to Jack, and he's gonna talk about his scary real life story. Uh oh. So I've had a lot at my grandpa's house specifically, because this house is like it's older than the United States. So it was around before the country was independent. Really? Yeah. The original deed is signed by King George the Third of England. Okay. It's super old. So a bunch of people have lived there, and a bunch of people have died there. And before they moved into it, it was actually a funeral home. So okay. it's like super haunted. So I've had a lot of it's different... It's like the perfect setup for yeah. a haunted and, house, and right? And it's in the middle of nowhere. It's in Delaware. It's isolated from like everywhere. Just the two of... Like my grandpa and his wife just live there alone, isolated. But it is so creepy. So I have a lot of different stories. But like the one that like sticks with me the most, I was like five years old. And like it was one of the last times that like we spent the night there because it was like really creepy. <laughs> so and like I don't have like a lot of memories of like stuff that happened back then, but like this like always sticks in there. It was like the morning after like we slept the night, and like I was the only one up. So I went down to like their living room and I was like sitting and there was just like a guy like on the couch talking. So I was like assumed it was like their friend or whatever. So I was just talking to him for like <laughs> half an hour, and then like. I look to the side and like my entire family's like in the room just like watching me and I'm like okay that's kind of weird so like I finish this conversation and I get up and they're like who are you talking to I'm like the guy right there oh but my there was nobody god. there oh my god what you spoke to a ghost for 30 minutes <laughs> <Yes>. and people <laughs> just watch you like no what's up with you yeah yeah like it was so okay. scary 
activity. Yeah. 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 Oh and so God. that was like, that's why we don't How old were you? This was like last week. Always the little children. Yeah, it was crazy. That's really weird. Yeah, it was weird. Do you remember like his face? Could you draw him? No, I don't remember his face. I remember his name. It was like Leverett Saltonstall. Oh my god! You should look that up. Yeah, you should. You should look it up in like the house record. The house. They like went into the book and they like looked for the name. And you were like, oh my gosh, that's. They need to get out of that house. They need to destroy that house. Probably the scariest movie. Wow. Yeah. Do you have a couple? <laughs> you have a few minutes. I like that. <laughs> uh, no, nothing compares to that. Dude, that is yeah. wow. Does anyone have any else real life scary stories? I have one. Oh, I have a nightmare. Like, okay, you have but nightmares. Like, like, mine's like really small though. So you know Slender Man? Oh yeah. Oh my god, I've always yeah. had this huge fear of him. And um, I had this one dream. It was like a year ago, and I was um, I was running down like this like vertical path, and like under it's just like nothing. It's just like darkness. And then I'm running from it. And then Slenderman, I like I run into Slenderman. I'm like, oh god, oh no, I hate Slenderman, right? He's so scary. He's like this tall man that has no face. It's just blank. And then he's wearing a suit, and he has these like tentacle arm things and he's like over like seven feet i don't know like 10 feet tall okay yeah and so i ran to him and he chopped off this random man's head and i started screaming and i woke up and that was the one thing that happened right and then i looked i looked into like my windows and there's like a shadow of a super tall man i run out of my room and i'm scared right and i just forget about it eventually um and then uh, it gets worse because, like, I had another dream the next day of me being followed by Slenderman and getting closer and closer until I just, like, wake up and I'm like, oh, my God, am I getting, like, haunted by this, like, thing that came from freaking creepypasta.com. <laughs> like, I'm so scared. And then, I, and then I saw another shadow of the same man. And so, like, I went outside with my dad to go investigate it because, like, I didn't even tell him, like, what was going on because he would be like, that's stupid, This is right? still at nighttime? Um, no, day. this is all in the morning, all in the morning. And then literally the shadow, it was just like, it was nothing. The shadow literally came out of literally nothing. And I was like, are you joshing me? Right. And so. <laughs> Josh. But yeah, like I didn't have any other dreams after that. It just went away. But I was like paranoid for a while of that it's... same shadow. The shadow's still there in my room. It's still there. Yeah, it's just it's literally of nothing. Like nothing outside this makes that shadow. It's really creepy. It's just in my window. My thing is he probably just tried to tell you about the good Lord Jesus. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, have you heard of Jesus and he chops off a man's head? Wow. It's pretty it's pretty good stuff. Don't be like that man. He was a sinner. He deserved to die. Alright. Be like Jesus. Last one? Yeah, that's okay, so Demetrius has a song of the week for you. Oh, not this time? Oh, yeah, I'm kidding. Uh, so this week, it's Do You Feel Me by Oliver Tree and Wiven. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. And it's basically, it's basically about a person trying to say that he doesn't feel heard when, like, he's being just, like, yelling about... Hold on, let me, can I sh- just show some of the lyrics? Pull them up real quick. We need to make a... Demetrius Vistamar podcast um, playlist. Yeah, yeah playlist. Yeah, we need to. We'll link it in the description below. <laughs> link in bio. <laughs> Smash the like button. Uh, let's see. 
that that's when it hit me. I'm not existing here. Nobody's listening, but I can I, I can hear you clear. Oh man. Well, Is that like a demon? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's the shadow. It's the. Is it a sad song? No. It's like medium sad. That's not very sad. Yeah, like sounds upbeat and everything, but yeah. like the words and lyrics are sad. That's like most songs. Yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah, 2000. So. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. So that's it for today's Spookcast. Uh, hide and see you guys later. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>